Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Exercising Our Free Will. Let's pray. Father, we come ready and hungry for your precious word. We are so thankful that your word is a living thing. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, Father. Thank you for helping us today to see more clearly how you see things, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Exercising Our Free Will. Sadly, many people don't understand it, but God has given us all free will. God wants every person ever born to receive Jesus and go to heaven, but there is a wide path to destruction as those people used or will use their free will to reject Jesus or just have a head relationship with Jesus. I want to talk about exercising our free will today, so let's start in Revelations 3, 19 through 21 in the Amplified Classic Bible. 19, those whom I dearly and tenderly love, I tell their faults and convict and convince and reprove and chasten. I discipline and instruct them. So be enthusiastic and in earnest and burning with zeal and repent, changing your mind and attitude. Folks, the first thing we have to do with our free will is repent of our sins. 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will eat with him and he will eat with me. My friends, notice God doesn't open the door. We choose with our free will to open the door. And then we get the next verse, 21. He who overcomes is victorious. I will grant him to sit beside me on the throne as I myself overcame, was victorious, and sat down beside my father on his throne. Now Galatians 5.13 in the Amplified. For you, my brothers, were called to freedom. Only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the sinful nature, worldliness, selfishness, but through love serve and seek the best for one another. Folks, sadly, many Christians, by name only, are using their free will to live in sin, in worldliness and selfishness. Don't follow them. Galatians 5, 13 and 14 in the Living Bible, 13, For dear brothers, you have been given freedom, not freedom to do wrong, but freedom to love and serve each other. 14, For the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love others as you love yourself. My friends, one thing we need to use our free will in is serving and caring about others. The most important thing we should care about is where they spend eternity. Joshua chapter 24 in the Amplified Bible, verse 14a, Now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth. 14b, and serve the Lord. 15a, if it is unacceptable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves from this day whom you will serve. 15b, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 16, the people answered, far be it from us to abandon or reject the Lord to serve other gods. Folks, we choose who we will serve. God doesn't choose for anyone. 
Will we serve the one true God who sent his son Jesus, or will we serve another God? All the other gods are controlled by Satan, the God of this world. My friends, it is amazing how many people twist the Bible and tell others that God controls everything. There is an element of truth to that statement, but in God's control, he gave us all free will to choose. He won't drag anyone to the feet of Jesus. Now Mark 8, 34 and 35 in the Amplified Bible, Jesus called the crowd together with his disciples and said to them, If anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests, and take up his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. Verse 35, For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake and the gospels will save it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. Folks, we have to choose to yield our life to Jesus and serve him. Mark 16, verses 14 through 20 in the Amplified. 14, later Jesus appeared to the 11 disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he called them to account for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from death. 15, he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. 16, and he who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment, but he who has not believed will be condemned. Verses 17 and 18 talk about the signs that should follow a believer. Now verse 19, so then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. Verse 20, and they went out and preached everywhere while the Lord was working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. My friends, the last thing Jesus told us before he went to be seated at the right hand of God is to go tell the world about Jesus. Our world, that is where you and I go every day, our part of the world. We are called to go share Jesus, the Great Commission. Doing so shows obedience to the greatest commandment, to love God, number one, and to love people, number two. If we truly love people, we are going to share God's plan of salvation with them. Yes, live a good godly life, but also share Jesus. Now, closing Luke 10, 1 and 2 in the Amplified Bible. One, now after this, the Lord appointed 70 others and sent them out ahead of him two by two, into every city and place where he was about to go. Two, he was saying to them, The harvest is abundant, for there are many who need to hear the good news about salvation. But the workers, those available to proclaim the message of salvation, are few. Therefore, prayerfully ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Folks, I was saddened today to again talk to another friend about Jesus. And I asked them who in their family or circle of friends not only goes to church, 
but is truly passionate about Jesus because I wanted to encourage them to go talk to them also about Jesus. But their answer saddened me. They said I was the only one they knew that went to church and was truly hungry for Jesus and sharing Jesus. Please hear my heart. I'm not bragging on me. I'm just making a point. How can that be? Of all the people they know, verse 2 here says that the harvest is abundant, for there are many who need to hear the good news about salvation, but the workers, those available to proclaim the message of salvation, are few. Sadly, that scripture is true. It seems only a few people are willing to passionately share Jesus with the world around them. My friends, if I could convince just one of you today to start sharing Jesus more often, it would be worth the time I've spent doing 1,147 podcasts. Let's be real. People are dying every day and going to hell, and most of the people they knew in their life did not share Jesus with them. You and I can't change anyone else but ourselves. Let's each choose to share Jesus like never before, as there are only a few workers truly sharing Jesus with the world. Let's pray. Father, we choose to be one of those that shares Jesus, not to make excuses. We could all make excuses, Lord. Oh, it's our personality, or we don't have time, or whatever excuse we make doesn't fly, does it, Lord? We choose to say, yes, choose me, Lord, and we will be one of those to witness to the world about the love of Jesus and his plan for salvation. We thank you for it, Father. Thank you, you work with us to confirm your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.